Well, hello and welcome to this episode uh, of the Acupuncturist Biz Hub. I'm your host, Mandy Gratzer, um, and it's a pleasure to have you with us today, um, talking all things clinic life and practice, and really having those deep conversations around the business of practice, because it's the one thing that we don't talk about, right? We talk about how we upskill, we talk about how to treat patients, we talk about how to better our understanding of differential diagnosis and treatment options. But what about how we're talking about, not talking about our business of practice, the way that we run our clinics and the way that we cultivate ourselves and the longevity within our business. And I hope that that's the kind of vibe you get from this podcast and that you've been enjoying the episodes so far. So I'm coming to you with this topic because I've just um, been to a networking event and I always get inspiration while I'm driving and so that's why this recording is done while I'm in my car because I like to talk and talk it out and get it down while I'm thinking of it and so that's what I'm doing. So yesterday I attended uh, the very final Social Club Spotlight event for the year and it is uh, by and large a uh, learning about Instagram for Business event, but also coupled with some really great opportunities for networking. Now, yes, you know I bang on a lot about um, Instagram for Business or social media for business and being present online and your online presence. And I have talked about that in other episodes. So you can go there. I have a masterclass on this. You can go and watch that. I have content on that. You can do that. What I want to talk to you today is about not just the social club, but about networking in general and why it's an important feature in your business and not just about the opportunity to generate more patients. So the first thing you probably think of with a networking event is walking in with a name tag that says, hi, my name is Mandy and I'm an acupuncturist. And then standing there in a group of other people, women or men, whoever, and having to validate why you might be there and whether or not you have something relevant to say or relevant to join in. Now, I also felt like you, I hear you, I was you. Five years ago, Mandy would only have gone to a networking event um, if it was about health and with with, with other health practitioners who get it, who understand the plight of practitioners. But also because for me, my understanding of networking back then was about professional referral, right? So I loved going to networking events, especially in Darwin where the community was really small and the health community was a really strong family. It wasn't competitive business. It was a really great vibe of holistic medicine and complementary practitioners who all wanted to know how each other ticked because we were often treating each other's patients right so back then that kind of networking it just resonated with me so much I felt comfortable in that space I could walk into a room full of naturopaths and massage therapists and chiros and osteos um, you know and integrative wellness practitioners and reflexology Reiki Bowen it didn't matter that felt like our vibe that's our space and you were talking to people who you'd be actively referring to and from so you were building this professional relationship and that's really important So connecting with health practitioners is my first thing here about networking. Networking allows professional trust. Why would you refer to another practitioner if you suggest this to your patient, if you're not confident that that patient will have a similar service or you are confident that they will get the right kind of outcomes from that practitioner? You want to confidently be able to refer your patient who is trusting in you for a sound referral. They want to know that who you're suggesting is better for them to go to them 
than for them to do a blind call or jump online and do a Google search, right? So that's the key here. The key is making sure that the person you refer your patient to is going to get a sound service. And you do that by your professional networking, right? You do that by attending health practitioner conversations and having those, having those, um, building those relationships and those rapports so that you understand how they tick and that you feel like, yeah, I want to go and work with that person. I want to have a treatment from that practitioner. So I feel confident to send my patient to that practitioner. So obviously the health practitioner setting is easier for us to be um, to step into, to walk into that room and feel confident about our abilities and have a really healthy conversation around business and patients and tricky, you know, tricky cases and you know, all of that stuff that comes up when you're talking with other health practitioners because they get it and there's already a level of professional respect there. But I think it's far harder and really challenges the, um, the extrovert in all of us, let alone the introvert, I hear you, um, to go into an environment where it's uh, not a health practitioner, uh, that is a setting, that is much harder. However, those professional networks are just as important, right? They are just as important. And I'll tell you why. Yesterday, I was at an event where there were less than a dozen health practitioners in the room out of 130 business women, but all of them are in Perth. All of these women are either service providers or product provider businesses, right? And they all benefit from knowing about your service, right? Just as I benefit from knowing about their service. And the reason I say that is because it's not going to be about how they necessarily help you get a patient referral, but how they help you grow your business. Maybe they're an SEO guy. Maybe they're really great at, um, they do VA stuff and you've been wanting to reach out into that because you realize you're doing so much admin yourself. Maybe they're a finance guy, a finance um, guy, gosh, why am I saying guy? I was in a room full of women yesterday. My goodness. Um, Maybe they're in, uh, you know, financial planning and business budgeting and giving women that really great um, conversation around financial advice. These are people you need in your corner, right? And you wouldn't have any opportunity to build that rapport or level of trust or, you know, confidence in their services without these kind of networking events. So your networking events aren't just about patient referral, although I will say to you, that there is a heck of a lot of patient referral that comes from professional rapport, right? So there's a lot of, I, I attend the Social Club Spotlight event uh, every quarter, every time it's on, because I'm building relationships with colleagues, right? I'm building relationships with other business women. They may or may not refer to me, but what they do do is offer me their insight into what their zone of genius is and I benefit from that. And the only way that those relationships happen is because you're there building them, right? You can't get any more confident about a particular service provider that you might need unless you're A, following them, B, have a sit down one-on-one or a 15 minute discovery call or something like this. Whereas in these networking events, you're getting a chance to understand what they're passionate about, why they do what they do, what their background is and why, the, you know, why they're such a good fit for you or maybe they're not a good fit for you, but now you know. 
that's what these kind of networking events do with other business services that might be of benefit to your business. Because remember, guys, I know I bang on about this as well. We are all business owners, whether you're an individual contractor or not, or running a clinic or hiring staff or you know, however your business setup is in your clinic you still need professionals in your business and so your networking events whether it's your local shire whether it's a community whether it's an online um community like the social club whether it's a local business women's business network or um the, you know the suburban one or the, the town council that runs one or there's another networking organization who runs one however that is wherever you can get in you have earned a seat at that table simply because you are a business owner okay you have value i spoke to 20 different women yesterday sitting down. Uh, I didn't do it all standing up and walking around. Uh, there was lots of individual conversations, lots of group conversations, all like all manner of businesses. But what you're learning from them is how they do what they do. And there is always a capacity or opportunity, a learning opportunity out of those conversations. Whether their business is relevant to you or not, whether you can benefit from their business, what you can benefit from is hearing how they're doing the things in their daily business. Because that is, just, you can't possibly know how it can look any different without having these kinds of conversations. If you've been doing it a certain way, your whole business journey, the only way that you will know that A, it can be done differently and B, how the fuck do we even approach that is through these kinds of conversations, is through learning from other people. And the beautiful thing about Social Club Spotlight is that Brooke Valinovich, the host, chooses five speakers to share how they, what their business is, why that, what their business story is what makes them tick, why they love what they do, but more importantly, how they use social media for their business. Now, everyone in that room is using social media for their business, but sitting down and listening to five business women share their, you know, uh, uh, you know, pearls of wisdom, that always, I always come away with something. I always come away with either a reminder of, oh shit, of course you can do that, Mandy. That's a bloody great idea. Or, oh wow, I hadn't even thought of it doing that way. That's an excellent thought. I'm going to put that in my notes up and the next time I'm looking for that post, I'm going to do that, right? So you don't get that opportunity by being in your own bubble, right? The only way that those broad, you know, uh, expanding your horizons or broadening your thinking happens is because you go to these kind of events and have these kind of, or put yourself in a position of exposure where you can have these kinds of conversations. That's what I want you to take away from a networking event. I want you to recognise that you've earned the right to that conversation that you're not irrelevant because you're an acupuncturist and a herbalist um that you're a hippie or that you're you know esoteric or you know that none of those things make you um invalid for these conversations right and there is so much to be said for the professional relationships that happen because when other people in those the other people that you're having those conversations with when they see that you are a a normal person be someone who knows your shit see someone who is trained adequately um as you know co confident in this and is showing up at this kind of event you demonstrate to them that you're a practitioner that they want to work with so you may you know craft patients out of these kind of um, networking events but don't go to them expecting that that's what's going to happen right i always get at least a patient or two out of these networking events because i'm prepared to share why i bloody love chinese medicine and also but i'm sharing myself 
right? And that's what that's what gets you across the line with anyone. Anyone is going to come and trust you because of the service that you provide, but they don't know about that service if you can't show them how to trust you. And trust comes from relationships and connection, right? So a whole bunch of the people at these networking events know me. And so then I am part of their field of view. I form part of the scope of practitioners they now confidently can come and approach because they already have a rapport with me. Imagine meeting a practitioner before you decided to work with them. Can you imagine what that feels like as the patient being able to confidently say, yeah, no, I want to work with that person. Right? The majority of the time a patient will come to you the first time they're meeting you or having a conversation with you is in that initial consultation. So imagine what happens when you go to a networking event and you talk to other busy business women. You've got a you've got a pill or a pin that can fix just about every or every stress or business they have. And that's what you're talking to them about or what you're passionate about in women's health or passionate about in, um, you know, stress management or mental health or whatever your zone, you know, is. But speaking in these events isn't necessarily about telling them how you can help them. It's showing them who you are and why when they come to thinking, oh, actually, I've been thinking about acupuncture. That's right. I met that person at that such and such. You're in the field of view. So there's a few things there. Your networking events help to build professional referral with other practitioners so that when you want to collaborate or offer a multi-modality approach, you can. But it's more than that, all right, more than that. You get the opportunity to make connection, right? And making connection is absolutely, hands down, the reason people will choose to work with you. So the next time you are um, invited to by a colleague or somebody say, you really should come to this event with me, consider that it's actually worth it and that you would really benefit from it, both professionally and clinically, that there is, this is worth your time. All right. That's the takeaway from today. It's, I want you to be open to the next opportunity for a networking event. That's what I want you to be open to. All right. So that's the sign off for today. I want you to look in your city, in your shire, in your business community. And I want you to put yourself out there and have a conversation. Go with a buddy. You don't have to do it by yourself. All right. No one's asking you to do this alone, but go put yourself out there, have the conversations and start to grow your business and grow the support for your business as well. All right. I hope you found this episode useful. If this is bringing anything up for you or you want to know more about how to start or how to reach that situation um, or reach out for those kind of areas, um, send me a DM, send me a message, um, email me. I'm more than happy to try and put you in the right direction of a networking um, group or um or opportunity in your city or your shire or provide opportunities for you because I've done this a lot. So I'm more than happy to assist you in that situation. I don't want you to think, yeah, great, Mandy, but how do I do that in my city? Um, You know, yes, I'm in Perth, but there are plenty of cities that do this and there are plenty of organisations and business networks that do run these events so that you can be part of that community. Um, And if you're in a small town, then I can help encourage you a setup or a conversation one-on-one if it's more intimate. Intimate, then that, that that is just as beautiful. 
All right. So if you've loved this episode, I would love for you to consider leaving me a five-star review and hitting that follow button, growing my subscribers and growing the awareness of this podcast is what it's all about so that more practitioners in our country know that there is support available to them. That's my passion and that's what I want to achieve out of running this podcast and running the Acupuncturist Biz Hub. Uh, Until next time, stay well and uh, I want to hear about what your networking plans are. Signing off for now. Have a good one.